So, um, we are back with Well Articulated Down on the Podcast. It's been a, uh, many months, and we do have new team members, and I'm very excited. This is Dr. Brian Caraba for Well Articulated Dental Podcast. So we do have a new format. It's going to be a little different. We have new team members. So um, we basically want to get some interviews um, of our new team members. Um, today I did put a little teaser on um, for our Facebook about one of our Chicago Dental Society past presidents who is a lawyer and is a dentist and in college she wanted to become, I didn't put he or she on there, but it is a she. She wanted to be on radio, so Dr. Terry Tersky is joining our team and I'm so excited about it. I am too. Thank you, Brian. And what interview were you? Do you remember what interview out of the 30? I don't, I, I know I was interview 10 episode 10 but I don't, I don't yeah. know I'm not sure about yeah that. but you were so very I'm excited and you want to do part two listen no you asked me to do part yeah two. I was saying maybe we should we're gonna begin last with, uh, year though you're like I really want to do said this I again I'm back I didn't necessarily have part two of my <laughs> well now you're on the team Okay, and now I have two other students. We have some wonderful, inspirational, exceptional students. I got Harry Ruther here, and I have Jessica Samawi on board. So Harry and me worked together at UIC for, uh, was it a year? Yeah. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun with our patients and uh, great hand skills, great personal skills. Uh, Harry was fantastic, and I, I was blessed to work with him. I was blessed to teach him, and I'm so happy to have him on the team. Team. And Jessica, um, she was actually uh, one of my other students, highly recommended Jessica. And Jessica knew about me because I was teaching at Midwestern at the time, but she was never at my bench. But I guess she heard me a couple times, and she knows a little about me. So yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm very blessed to have them on our team now. So we were talking about doing interviews at the beginning since we have a new team, but um, we, how do we want to approach this? This is all our right now this is well articulated a dental podcast and um, in the future we're going to change the format a bit we just want to get up and going again so um, we just want to get some stories and some interviews about our new teammates so um, does someone want to open this up Harry do you want to take this first or Jessica do you want to go let's go for it okay so why? Recently yeah, applied like to dental okay. school, so I'm going to say that uh, yeah. Jessica's story is a little fresher. <laughs> Sounds yeah, right? good. A little more recent So why dentistry? Why Why did you yeah. want to go to dental school? What, what was the whole thing? Let's hear all about it. Okay, so I'm kind of going to start back, you know, maybe junior high days, just because it's good to look back on, like, how I evolved and how I became who I am to this day. So... Growing up, I played many different instruments, including piano, violin, guitar. I was a singer. I write and compose my own music. So music was very prominent in my life. And I was always using my hands to just impact people. It was always, you know, not direct. And I feel like I've always dreamt of, like, directly impacting people through my hands. So, you know, music at a young age uh, kind of, like, built me into the person that I would say I am today. Very motivated. I never had many friends growing up. I was so focused on doing well in school and music, you know, that was, there was no in between, you know, um, very family focused also, 
Um, and yeah, so over time, you know, high school came around, so it's more like, oh, what is your future looking like, you know? And um, yeah, so in, I wanna say in high school, I started working for an orthopedic surgeon who was my mentor. And um, he just was always like, you're on my dream team. And you know, I believe in you. I know you can do some great things. I was in a lot of AP honors classes and I was still in orchestra and choir. I had no lunch hour. That's how busy I was inside my schedule. So, um, you know, as you can tell, I was very motivated. I was in so many after school activities. So staying busy was my thing. And you know, that type of person and that kind of personality, you could see that person going and doing many years of schooling, you know? So I, it never bothered me going to school for a very long time. Um, so I was like, why not do something that, you know, could really impact the world in a beautiful way. Um, music at one point just wasn't what I saw myself doing. I felt like I was so much bigger than just being a musician and, you know, helping people indirectly through my music. So I'm like, you know what, like, I want to do something in the medical field. And, um, you know, at the time I was pre-med in high school and that orthopedic surgeon really drove me towards that. And I was like, you know what, after working at his clinic and, you know, seeing what he does, I was like, I don't know if this is what I'm like meant to do, you know? I've never been afraid of the dentist. I've always like was that type of patient that was excited to go. And I had so many things done to my mouth, like so many cavities from a young age. And I'm like, you know what? You know, let me go shadow my mom's good friend. And the moment I shadowed her, I like literally, I have goosebumps talking about it right now because I'm like, this is exactly what I see myself doing. Not only am I hands on, but I'm literally helping people within a 30 minute to an hour span. And I'm like, wow, the fact that there's a profession that could do this is incredible, you know? And um, yeah, it even moves me till this day because I'm so glad that I was able to shadow that person. And um, her name is Dr. Maha Blybel, so thank you so much for inspiring me to follow this path. <laughs> and um, my first year of undergrad, I went to UIC, um, and I chose UIC because they had their dental school and you know they had a really good pre-dental program. So I'm like, you know what, let me do this. Um, my first year, I was um, actually volunteering. I was a mentor to students or to kids actually that have gone through family abuse and you know just really rough things at home. I would teach them different instruments um, and uh, that just really drove me into like really being like the type of person that you know is vulnerable, I'm understanding and to just teach me what it means to help people you know. And uh, from that uh, not only was I doing that but um, I started working at a, as a dental assistant at a clinic so that really drove you know, dentistry is really what I want. I started being more hands-on in the clinic and working with patients more. So that really impacted me also. And, you know, by my junior year, I was taking my dad and, you know, I was still trying to get a high GPA at UIC. And before I knew it, I was applying. And um, yeah, basically I applied and I got in my last year, my senior year of my undergrad, thank God. And <laughs> that was such a roller coaster because um, during that time, what, not only was I the vice president of the pre-dental club at UIC, but I actually founded my own organization called the Pre-Health Society of Chicago. And it's actually still running till this day and I'm so thankful for it. Thank you. <laughs> and um, basically, if you guys check it out on YouTube, I actually have our first gala and we raised, like, I think about $7,000 for people. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, for people back in, uh, Liberia, basically women who would uh, give birth, they uh, basically would be using the same gloves, the healthcare workers, um, and so basically we were providing them with uh, means to, you know, get new gloves so that there was no disease being spread between each woman giving birth. So um, that was a very humbling experience and I'm so glad I could bring together um, Harvard grad from uh, their dental school. 
Um, she was amazing. She wrote a book. She's a dentist. And then there's also a few other doctors, and this is pre-health society, so it's not only dental students. I wanted to, you know, have that interprofessionalism between, you know, future pharmacists, future doctors, future dentists. So it wasn't just dental focus, which I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I just really love bringing people together, networking. That's a big reason why I have my own YouTube channel. I'm on Instagram, why I chose to do this podcast to, you know, meet people who are accomplished, to learn from them. Um, so yeah, I'm so thankful and blessed to be on this podcast and I really am looking forward to seeing what we could do together and, you know, building together and yeah, thank you for having me. And well, that's kind of my story. Let's, let's get a couple more things. Uh, yeah. your, your first year of dental school, you yes. got through it. So know, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about it? Uh, yeah. Wax on, wax off. Uh, there, there's a lot of different yeah. situations. That, one of the more difficult things I see when I'm instructing the first and second years is the, you know, the hand skills. You're very fortunate. You're talking about your hand skills that mm -hmm. you had some before dental school. Exactly. Um, it is hard. Some. Um, it is hard to adapt the mental skills to the hand skills, and I see that transformation happening yes. in dental school. So, where were you at? What was your comfort level when you first started using yeah. those hands and an incline position when you put? Dexter back. It's like, whoa, now we're yeah. going on a back surface. We're not on a laptop surface. Mm -hmm. So where were you at the first Yeah, year? I wonder if your musical background, did you feel yeah. like that helped you at all with, uh, with your You know, skills? I feel like it's just, I'm a very, I've always been a perfectionist, so I'm very particular about the way I was positioning myself, and I would always ask, how am I, how is like my position when I'm sitting down because I feel like you're back and you would know of all people, like, you know, just having a really strong, proper position, um, making sure like my shoulders, my arms, when I'm like sitting down, I just feel like I want it to be comfortable. And I feel like a big thing with dentistry is being confident, even when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so I feel like I was sitting there and I just tried my best to be confident to always ask faculty, okay, how do I look? Do I look comfortable? Do I like, you know, am I doing the right kind of thing? And, you know, at first it was very different because I was coming as a dental assistant background, you know, I'm not just giving instruments, I'm not, you know, now I'm doing the real thing. And it's crazy. I think I have like a video of me like first drilling on like the desk maybe or something. And oh, it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. So it was insane for me because I'm like, wow, like this is actually how a dentist does things, right? Like. And they make it look so easy, like they're drilling in your mouth. This is not a joke, right? This, this is, is such real a life. small area. <laughs> exactly. It's, <like laughs> yeah, it's interesting that yeah. you talk about your, you feel that you're a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And I've often said, I, I feel that way too about myself. And exactly. I think it is a trait that draws, it's a personality trait that I think uh, draws people to dentistry. And I've all, often said that you kind of hope that your dentist is a perfectionist yeah, because right. you know none of us are perfect but at least we try to do the best we possibly can for our patients or in your case as a student exactly. and you want that personality trait you know <laughs> definitely so I think definitely. it's interesting that you said that because yeah. I've often you know talked about that mm -hmm. like, my biggest yeah. thing yeah. with the perfection we've said this before for me perfection equals depression because yeah. we're an imperfect world so we could excel Let's excel in whatever we can do, but perfect in an imperfect world was very difficult for me. So just changing a definition, that helped me 
you know, through practicing and, you know, that helped me. Just definitions sometimes do help me, just mindfulness and stuff like that. I so to make us well, the yeah. best that we can be and keep ourselves accountable to ourselves for our patients. Yeah. And, but, of course, it is the practice of dentistry. We're always practicing. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Think about that. So That's such a godsend in itself because yeah. after I sold my practice, you know, at 47 years old, and that was not my plan, but, you know, all these other things that just laid out for me, you know, because I, I did run a practice and, you know, just having a skill set of dentistry and, you know, just having all these networks and these people I've known and teaching was a great thing and now we're podcasting and and creating glass and now it's it's just amazing but this is this is Jessica's interview here you guys heard my I stuff already <laughs> so no, yeah but so the second year starting up in what yeah. one week's time you had yeah. a little time off yeah. and so this entire summer I was working at two different clinics as a dental assistant um, one clinic was you know such an experience just because I was the only assistant which I'm not used to when I first was beginning I was like the third assistant or the second assistant. Now, this is the real deal. I'm doing every little thing that, you know, I'm the dentist's little, you know, like helping them out, you know, with any little thing that they need. So um, I was running around a lot um, and I just never learned so much um, important information about it because now I'm, you know, about to hopefully be a dentist in several more years. And um, I just feel like I really learned such like valuable, you know, lessons and experiences um, and I'm so thankful for that opportunity. And I also worked for another uh, doctor actually at Midwestern also, um, Dr. Maltezos, if you know him, he's awesome. And I loved working at his clinic temporarily. I wasn't there the whole summer, but when I could, I would go in and it's always good to like meet new people. As I told you, I really enjoy doing that. And um, you know, seeing how each person like runs their own clinic, which is nice. Um, but yeah, that's like basically what I did the whole summer. So did you go to the Pinky Pass? You know the pinky pass? That's the I tell you the pinky pass, right? For four-handed dentistry, you know, give me the pinky. When you're the assistant. Was, yeah, you, you just bring learn. the pinky. Yeah. Yeah, and switch it over and no. you know, but that's what a good assistant does over time, you know. I've had assistants for a decade, you know, longer yeah. than that, and they can read my mind and give me my instrument before I I know right. what I need. Yeah. And that's what the team's all about and, that and that, was that's really so important cool. For me to like, yeah. And at one point when I was first starting assisting, that's how it was. But after my first year of dental school, I wasn't, you know, in the clinic anymore. I was, you know, in dental school. I didn't have time to work. So having that year off and going back to it and trying to adjust to a different dentist is so, you know, it's very cool. I would say mm -hmm. it's really interesting because I feel like she was so nice to work with. Uh, Dr. Gulati, actually, she's, re she's near Midwestern. And um, she was just amazing to work with because she's so patient, so amazing with her patients. Um, the way she treated them, she knew everyone's backstory. Like, it was incredible. Like, and she just had such strong relationships with them. And she made it so easy on me because it's like she wasn't pressuring me. She knew I was still learning. She taught me how to do root canals, which is really nice. I never had any other dentist teach me. I was doing many extractions. Um, even finishing up implants and stuff, you know, crowning them, which is so nice. So it was like such a pleasure working for somebody who's patient, willing to teach you, willing to be there for you as a mentor also. So she's definitely somebody that hopefully in the future I could, you know, you know, maybe rekindle 
something. So she's awesome. That is yeah. so cool learning those yeah. skill sets and yeah. being able to adapt. Mm -hmm. Because I see um, when I was in clinic and I was seeing some of the students, it was hard for them to even jump into a different operatory. Yeah. let alone a different office exactly. and you have to really be you know more like a chameleon you yeah. know you have to adapt to your surroundings because some situations in some office settings or even you know some operatories are not what you're going to truly expect it to be exactly. so adaptability that's pretty cool that you adapted yeah. well to two different offices within Definitely. you know a, a summertime so that, mm -hmm. that's a pretty unique skill there thank you. what a good background uh, you're yeah. gonna have thank you yeah that's what she was telling me she's like you're really gonna be prepared huh i'm like yep <laughs> Did you have anything, Harry? Were you going to say something or a question? Oh, um, no, huh? I didn't have one quite in mind. Or well, we got your interview answer. coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> I was just really impressed. Like, that is a lot of stuff to be exposed to before, like, having to do it all. And I was really yeah. thinking about the adaptability aspect because um, I remember we would get, like, applicants, or not applicants, but uh, people kind of interviewing or doing working interviews where I used to work as well. And they would be, like, you know, straight from school. And then they would see what was in our cassettes, which was like, for a composite, maybe you had like a burnisher, maybe mm. two. And then that's all you got. And he was like, where's this tool? And I'm like, yeah. I have <laughs> never even like... seen that tool. <laughs> yeah, because right. I had only worked in one place. And yeah. then getting like all those different experiences, you, yeah, you must have seen a lot it's of important. different methodologies. Yeah, no, definitely. Not only that, it's just so important to you know, because I've seen so many different types of people come in and out of clinics and, you know, stop working. Like, they've gone through a lot of different employees, but I really feel like it's up to the person to really be willing to, you know, learn from others, to, like, humble yourself, because it's so important to, like, learn from other people, and a lot of people don't have that these days. We're so impatient. We want to stick to our old ways, and I feel like I'm the type of person I'm willing to, like, open up and, like, learn different ways. Like, you know, that's such an important, like, type, I feel like, personalities trait like to have you know and I'm so thankful that you know I'm willing to learn from other people you know and I just feel like I really did that this like summer. Dr. T says we practice dentistry we practice something new every day mm -hmm. and that's so exactly. cool yeah. that's the neatest thing so yeah. well I thank you for this interview it's a fantastic <laughs> to have you on the team so uh, this was episode number 31 of a dental podcast a well articulated dental podcast and thank you for joining us and we're going to keep continuing this and we're going to try to keep the drops going at least once a week um, we're going to try to get back on track of this we have have busy schedules and we're very happy that we got this night together and uh, we're gonna tape a couple more tonight and then we'll see where we're at in the future thank you very much <laughs>